everybody. Welcome to the Good Witch Podcast. We are really excited to be here after a delay. Sorry about that. We, uh, because of Blackout Tuesday, uh, it interrupted our recording schedules and we wanted to be respectful of, uh, of the, you know, the moment and everything. And so we didn't have a Good Witch Podcast last week. And so we're going to cover double episodes this week because there's been lots of stuff going on. And I don't know about you, Amy, but I am really enjoying this season much more than last season. Would you agree? Yes, I totally agree. I am loving, loving this season. And I specifically think these two episodes, I'm kind of glad we're covering them together because they kind of fit together very well. Yeah, I think so too. Yeah. It worked out good. And I just, I really am digging both of the new additions uh, this season. I think that compared to the additions last season, um, I just, I just am really enjoying Joy and Carter. I think are really solid and I'm surprised how little I'm missing uh, Grace because I love Grace, uh, but I don't know. I just really, it's worked out quite well. I feel like. Yeah, it has. I agree. I hardly even notice grace because there's so much else going on there's so many other Mm -hmm. stories that like i'm invested in and i want to know more about that i'm not really missing grace all that much yes yeah agreed uh so yeah we've got basically i i think five we're gonna go through this obviously a little more quickly than we typically do because we have two episodes to cover but we have five basic plots threads kind of going on in this episode the first is we have adam getting ready for surgery and in this in this episode and then he has surgery in the second episode we'll talk about i was getting really upset about it he was very stressed about it because he uh he's worried about you know because it's a very delicate difficult surgery Mm -hmm. so he has the experience evidently to do it he's just nervous about doing it and adam is is pretty depressed about it as well pretty anxious as one is like to be when you're having surgery yeah yeah definitely and yeah. it's on a trend too which is like so like i can't i can't imagine operating or even being a doctor of a friend like that you know yeah that seems like such a difficult difficult thing to do in fact i think it's usually discouraged it seems like to me i think so yeah um i, I know my pediatrician was friends with my parents but there was my pediatrician it wasn't like they weren't operating on me so yeah. <laughs> like i don't watch good witch for the medical aspect other like (laughs) they kind of normally glaze over that like it's not Grey's anatomy yeah it's uh it's it's surgery that's all we need to know that sam is nervous about it Mm -hmm. uh but cassie is very good at you know comforting him and uh and so adam is very like a concerned about stephanie letting his parents know about the surgery Uh, yeah that seemed odd i would you would think he'd want them to at least know like maybe he didn't want them to come because i don't know if he's from middleton or whatever but like he says he doesn't want them to worry and it seems like to me that especially him being a uh what do they call it at the hospital chaplain. chaplain that he would he would want as many people praying as many people i know he doesn't want the attention but as a religious person i would think that he would want them to know and and i think the reason why they do it though is it's sort of like a a way that the script can get them to the i love yous Mm -hmm. as and that he doesn't need his family because she's his family oh right (laughs) 
and and so i think that was kind of the point of that whole uh situation and and so yeah uh, i i would definitely want everybody to know but i'm a very public person so <laughs> i like i announce everything on on cnn practically <laughs> going on in my life so even if I like didn't want to worry people, I'd still want my parents to know. Like, yeah. Even if I like call them five minutes before, hey, I'm going into surgery now. Just <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's just like check into uh like nine one one uh real life nine one one emergencies right now. I'm going to be broadcasting my surgery. <laughs> streaming it on youtube or twitch yeah (laughs) i mean it's just it's kind of a bummer because i want to be more invested in adam's surgery and like feel more about this very tense situation um and i do enough i guess uh but uh i just was enjoying so much stephanie being with her ex-husband because i because they're married in real life and have such nice chemistry and i'm like oh that was really fun i wish that could have lasted longer but now i need to be emotionally invested in say in a in adam and Stephanie, yeah. I guess. uh but yeah so that's that i mean i have i haven't had surgery many times in my life but i've had a few i had surgery in my eye twice um because i have a lazy eye and uh, so i've had that surgery twice and hopefully I won't need it anymore. Uh, some people have to have it up like seven, eight oh, more wow. times. Uh, but it's pretty awful. I- so yeah, that was an adventure. And I've had my appendix taken out. And I've had my tonsils out. Mm-hmm. And I've had, uh, I when I when you know how babies have a soft spot mm-hmm. on their head? Yeah. I didn't have one. And so... Oh yeah it's cranial stenosis i think is what it's called mm-hmm. so they actually had to do surgery on my poor baby head oh. yeah i know my baby parents <laughs> yeah they had to shave off my hair and the whole thing and there was trauma it was trauma but yeah so i the thing that's hard for me about any kind of surgery aside from having surgery is i get really nauseated when it comes to the anis and um mm-hmm. uh, anesthesia it makes me so sick and so I'm just a mess. It's bad. So I would be way worse than Adam. <laughs> I would be very nervous. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, well, uh, I've talked about it in passing and stuff, but I was a hospital kid. I went through a lot of different yeah. things that I don't really talk about and everything. Not it's a, good a weird experience. It's a scary <laughs> but, experience because yeah. you don't scary. know like what's, what's yeah. all going to happen exactly. And, you know, you're kind of just yeah. I didn't please know. be careful looking at the doctor. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Abigail uh, ends up helping a woman at her store who is a teacher at a school and she's talking to her and she's like oh you need an impressionist art class teacher <laughs> and and so uh, she tells cassie because cassie is interested in, in using her art degree more her art history degree and uh, so she tells cassie and cassie sets it up so that she can uh do the test interview job interview kind of thing and the thing i'm wondering is how is cassie going to be handling three jobs like does runs the inn she, she like, well because she runs gray house she runs the store and she's gonna 
uh, be, <laughs> be now a teacher? Apparently. Is she trying to make more money than Sam? Is that what she's trying to do now? <laughs> Maybe. Like, I mean, she never, she seems to give away a ton of the stuff at the store, at least to Martha. <laughs> that's true. I would like to see Bell Booking Candle's books, please. Um, I want to see how she's doing because I, I don't think she sells anything, to be honest. Like, I don't think that cash register has ever been used. <laughs> yeah, I don't think so either. That's why and, it's an antique. It doesn't actually work. It's all right. oh, there we go. <laughs> Yeah. And she's, she's worried about the interview and will she be able to do it? And this is like one of the only times we've ever seen Cassie not be confident no, on the whole show. Crazy. Like she, yeah, I, we haven't ever explored that side of her really at all. No. Yeah. Like she always knows what's, what's going on. So yeah, she always knows what's going to happen next. But it's, like, nice to see, because, like, I know with Grace's character, we always saw her kind of unknowing. We, it was because, well, she was younger and stuff. But it's nice to see that, you know, even Cassie, sometimes, she doesn't know everything. Yeah, exactly. And she tells Sam, I've never taught before. And he says, you're teaching people all the time. So the other big plot, uh, another big plot for this episode is Martha has her son, Dylan, back and his wife, Claire. And so Claire, they find out Claire is expecting a tiny Tinsdale. This is very exciting. Oh, goodness. <laughs> yes. And they find out the baby's a girl and uh, they want to make everything new. They don't want to bring up, bring anything old from, uh, from them. And they, uh, they're, uh, they're, they're kind of going back and forth. Uh, Martha wants to help. Uh, but they disagree on everything her and Claire they disagree on the baby decor they disagree on names they disagree on um, uh, all this kind of stuff and uh, then she finally says I am who I am uh, so and then finally she says I'm sorry uh, one of the things I enjoy about being me is me and Claire accepts the apology and uh, and they decide to work together to, you know, for the best interest of the baby. Yeah. And it was cute. It was a cute back and forth. I liked the lady that played Claire. I thought she did a good job. Yeah, and me too. It was cute. I don't know if we're ever going to see them again, though. So I didn't really get that invested. Like, right. Yeah, because we never saw her other son again. He was in, what, season three? So, like, yeah. Exactly. Well, I mean... Though. It was good to see Isn't that it, Martha's son married a mini Martha, basically. So <laughs> I know cool it world. would be nice to be able to to be able to see Martha with the baby. That would be so fun, and it, it seems like it would have so much plot potential. Mm -hmm. Maybe next season. Um, yeah, maybe. We'll see. But so there was that, and then we had Abigail and Donovan on the hunt for the to break the curse. Uh, they find the wood on the jewelry box and it says uh, breaking a heart can only start with luck love and one teardrop so that's the clues mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, and see i mean it's amazing nobody else over what's been 150 years or something yeah. has start tried to figure out all these clues put I in mean, I like guess no one from those two families have tried to be in love <laughs> 50 years i don't know like oh. yeah and they figure out that love is the ruby which is 
breaking, which is cracking. And then luck is the emerald. And then they need to find the diamond. Mm -hmm. Which, Which, if there was a diamond as big as these rocks are, uh, as big as the the ruby and emerald are, then people would definitely have been searching for it because that would be very valuable. Smithsonian level diamond. (laughs) Like, come on. And, like, okay, I'm going to be a little disappointed if they're just like, at the end of it, they're just like, well, duh, it's Cassie's ring because isn't Cassie's ring a Mary Wick? Yeah. I'd be like, how is, if that's the case, I'm going to be like, how has no one put that together? (laughs) Like, seriously but i'm hoping cassie tell i i could see that though because cassie seems to be in on it this whole time yeah which if she is i don't know why she doesn't just help them because and just tell them how to break the curse but Mm -hmm. but anyway she tells them to go on the shortcut and they go on the shortcut and uh, and then they find this old house and there's this anagram of deerport and they figure out teardrop on the sign on the house the yeah. old house and uh, and then they because it was a train station and then before that it was a covered wagon stop right and then they go to the clock tower oh, okay yeah yeah the clock tower and they find because they found the magnifying glass mm-hmm. thing uh that's in the clock and then they use the magnifying glass with on the statue to find the letters and then it's J K S S I L K L B Q V K L A K X J Z. I don't even want to try to figure that one out. Like I probably could sit here and I probably could do it, but like I don't want to. Also, that has Z's in it. Like what word would that even be? Yeah. So they figure <laughs> out the magnifying glass is a cipher. Mm -hmm. and so they're that's kind of where they lead us they're at the uh um they're trying to figure out the uh the what the clues are for this cipher um and uh yeah so we still don't know yeah the answer but i guess we're getting closer we'll see so so that was Abigail and Donovan. And then we have the cutest part of the whole episode was Joy and Carter are working on Martha's house and they're doing all these things. And she keeps giving them all this advice on like for this date coming up. They've got dinner. I think it's for the French people that, because Martha's also working, we'll see in the next episode more, is working on this thing for the French uh ambassadors or whatever and uh so carter's going uh on to an evening i forget if it if it was that but it was something like that with his supposed girlfriend and so she's giving him all these tips all along the way and uh so i got to interview uh i got to interview jason diaz uh for the podcast and if you want to listen to it early uh, you can become a patron patrons have access to this early access to this interview and he was so charming and very attractive and very great i was very impressed with him he was really nice and and so i i'm really a fan of this casting i think he's they they, I, they probably took a somewhat of a leap of faith because he's a fairly new talent and uh and i just think he's great i think he's i think they should use him a lot mm-hmm. he's really good and uh, uh and and anyway i think him and 
Joy have a lot of chemistry. Yeah. And I just really liked this whole thing. I thought it was so cute with him, her like helping him figure out the right outfit and him when he comes down in that tux. I was like, yes. It's such a cute storyline. I loved it. I loved it. It was so good. And he looked so hot in that tux. (laughs) It was great. Oh my goodness, Rachel, you sound like a teenager. <laughs> well, I mean, hey, you got it, you got it. And he looked great in that suit. And I just, I really liked that whole thing and, you know, what we've been seeing with them. Uh-huh. And I wish we'd gotten some of that in, a, in the next episode because I liked it so much. Yeah. I have a theory for him next when we talk about the next episode. Ooh, okay. Um, the only other thing that we had is that Cassie is starting to work with the kids at the school and uh, she introduces them to the idea of a mandala. Mm -hmm. Have you ever heard of a mandala before? Yes, I studied that actually in school and I never thought I would ever need to use it. I I never thought it would be relevant in my life again and now I'm finally like, yes, I knew that studying all that art history (laughs) would come in handy with the Hallmark podcast someday. (laughs) It's very interesting. I like I, I really enjoyed studying it. I did. It was very interesting, but I didn't yeah. think it would come up in my life again. <laughs> what is what is her main point about the mandala? She says she says that you have to find your own Rembrandt. You have to find your own art. You have to find your own value. Yeah. And so the mandala is a uh, painting basically kind of done by or an art installation. I don't know what the word is, done with sand. Mm-hmm. And, and so they start to do a mandala because Joy has the stuff, right? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. Yeah. They start to do one there in the house. And the only thing about those is when they, when they break, when they dust them, it's always just like, no. I know. I do think though, seeing this uh, reminding me of learning that, I think it would be a really cool project to do with some of my elementary school students in the future. Mm-hmm. I think that would be fun. Um, yeah. I think they'd enjoy that. And then that I can incorporate an art lesson in there. <laughs> Yeah, and just like Cassie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she was kind of trying to teach Martha the same thing too, a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, she, Cassie, brings the the uh, the ugly present to Martha, and she's like, "Oh yeah, I don't like that at all. I remember I was like that to my to my, my mother-in-law." Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so that was cute. That was cute. But yeah, I think her main point is just to try to. Um, see the bigger picture of things as opposed to just yeah. the you know the like see the whole art of of things and try to make it your own I guess yeah yeah so this one was a fun episode especially Joy and Carter I want a whole Joy and Carter spinoff series as far as I'm concerned but okay they're the best Jason Diaz who plays Carter I'm like give that boy a Hallmark movie <sighs> yes please. <laughs> so much and when you guys see this interview and you should sign up to be a patron it's only two dollars a month so you can watch it now you will love him he is great and so dreamy just the best so uh the next episode was actually called the dream so (laughs) perfect segue little little segue yeah all right So Sam is is kind of nervous about the surgery. Cassie's very you know consoling, and uh, and then uh, we have uh, we have this whole plot of 
of Martha entertaining the French. Uh, that, that she's trying to get them to be their sister, their sister city. Uh, which is that even a thing anymore? I that feels like something from the eighties that was like that people talked about a lot. It's like our sister city in Japan. I feel like it is, but like I feel like people don't care about it anymore. Well, I just feel like <laughs> like it's not, like in the eighties. It was actually kind of important because you you could do you had less ways of communicating with people like that. Like you couldn't really do long distance phone calls or or. Uh, you know letters and you know things like that very what very easily and so like if you had a sister city mm-hmm. like it, you could it, you could share kind of cultures a little bit more at schools and stuff but like now anybody can share with anybody uh, you know you could have a whole lesson with somebody in japan right now so, uh, um, i i just so. googled, i just googled it rachel do you know salt lake city sister city i think it's somewhere in japan uh, okay, so you actually have one, two, three, four, five, six. You have six sister cities. <laughs> okay, I'm it not in Japan. In the Ukraine, Russia, Taiwan, Japan, Italy, yeah. and Peru. <laughs> I knew there was one in Japan. I was, I, I remember that. I remember uh, that we would talk about it. <laughs> I don't think Anaheim is a sister city. Oh no, we do. Japan and Spain. <laughs> oh, see, Japan's on it. They know. There we go. Yeah, I didn't know we had a sister city. <laughs> I went through my entire education here, never knew that. So. Yeah, I feel like that's something from like more the eighties. But but, <laughs> but Martha's really really concerned about it, and about entertaining these French uh, diplomats, and she keeps trying to to do things that she thinks they'll like because they're you know they're French, and and so she has like a mime at one scene. She has. Uh, Which, stuff. I feel like that might be considered insensitive. Like that might not be. <laughs> Like they had a sense of humor about it, but I'm sure there's some French people who'd be like super offended. <laughs> yeah, she did like roll out like all the French cliches. Yeah, but I mean, I think when you go to France, that stuff is there because it's there for tourists. Yeah. But I think when you go someplace else, you don't want to see like your tourist stuff. <laughs> yeah. Right. Exactly. Like, yeah, you don't want to see your tourist stuff like out there as as the thing to kind of identify you and you yeah. want to experience they're right like you want to experience the new culture like you would they tell her at one point you wouldn't want to come to france and have meatloaf and, <laughs> and uh and beer or something like that and you know it's like it's true like when you go yeah can you imagine if we went to germany and all of a sudden they're like trying to talk about yeah. you know what is salt lake city known for and then what they try to bring out all this disney stuff or whatever like no we're yeah <laughs> For the German things. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, they were like, congratulations, you made it to Germany. Here's a Big Mac. <laughs> That'd be a little underwhelming. <laughs> well, I mean, they have McDonald's there too, I guess. But yeah. like, you know. <laughs> uh, so anyway, then we we have, so we have that whole plot and that's really fun. It's, um, it's Boudou Frere or something like that. It's a sister city and yeah and so they're going to have the they were going to have the party at the uh, bistro but then they said they just uh, so stephanie won't worry about it no we're going to have it at the uh, at the city hall but then they sort of change things all around so it's not a french party it's an american party 
and they change all the food around and i forgot to write down what kind of food they have as the american food but oh there was anyway. like chicken wings and yeah <laughs> all that the stuff and i'm like so i never thought we'd see fourth of july in middleton but that's what we pretty much got so. yeah and everybody loves george of course we well, all love george. Everyone loves george he's like the epitome of middleton like come on he should be their mascot like, <laughs> and he's given me a new dream to play cookie poker that's my new goal thought, in life like was that a whole package of cookies from like costco like that was yeah. a, a giant yeah. amount of cookies like it looked like they got the like chips ahoy <laughs> you know what i mean those kind of chewy cookies yeah. those are so good mm. <laughs> and uh, yeah and then they're just like i'll take you one one toll house for for two <laughs> but like that's the thing are you milanos are you gonna eat them afterwards because it's quite possible that all four people touch those cookies like i also how can you eat that many like yeah that's it's not very uh quarantine friendly not very sanitary unfortunately yeah Yeah, i don't think i could play cookie poker anymore it's not covid COVID maybe if they were in packages little little each one was in its own plastic baggie i don't know (laughs) saran wrapped (laughs) yeah i don't know it's too maybe if you had if you're playing with gloves maybe maybe i don't know it's it's very perilous but nevertheless they were and then you see george meeting samantha at the at the uh hospital that's cute and i'm glad we got samantha back because we saw her what was that in the halloween movie we saw her i think so yeah, yeah. And i liked her character so i'm glad we're gonna be seeing more of her so me too and i liked them they were super cute they're flirting and everything and it was really fun and they end up uh, eating uh, sliders mm-hmm. together. That was one of the foods, those sliders. Another American food, sliders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and he says, well, we can, we can get our sea legs back together. Aww, uh, we, can, we can get used to this. It was so cute. Loved it. Loved it. So what so, do you think this means for George's wife that just disappeared? We just didn't ignore that he was married? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. She's just gone. Mm. yeah and i wish that they would have more i mean we've talked a lot about having younger romances but how cute is this cute old romance i love it oh it was so sweet so cute you can fall in love anytime (laughs) like Like i was trying to think of when they've had something like that obviously not a main relationship a side relationship uh the only one i could think of was in the um true love blooms you know those those Mm -hmm. feuding uh feuding gardeners yeah, and then they end up is there any where there's parents yet? where they're like comparing our their, i mean of course in christmas pen pals my favorite you have michael gross and his pen pal which is so cute i love that uh so it does happen and i love it it adds to it they need to always think about side relationships that they can add but it doesn't always have to be a young person it could be an old it could be old couples older couple yeah yeah that's sweet it's so cute yeah yeah so uh yes and uh and so then we also have the surgery going on it's very tense stephanie's there sometimes i'm like i feel like people should just go home because Mm-hmm. it's just such it's such tense energy yeah. and they're not doing it they're just waiting and so i feel like we might as well be waiting at home instead of waiting at the hospital but i understand yeah, why the, like i saw but, that and my covid brain went no one's allowed to sit in a right. waiting room right now like my uncle just had surgery and my aunt had to sit in her car the entire time know, like it's so that's hard. what's going on and like this made me think i it's kind of going off topic 
this was obviously filmed in a pre-coronavirus world. How is television and shows and stuff like this going to change in a post-coronavirus world? Like, how are we going to see hospitals different? What shows are going to acknowledge it? Like, is Grey's Anatomy going to acknowledge that we went through a pandemic? Is Hallmark going to acknowledge it? Like, I mean, I think they'll actually be forced to acknowledge it because they just won't be able to have as many scenes, group scenes anymore in stuff like they will be limited yeah uh on the uh you know with spacing and everything especially anything that's filmed right which by the way we totally saw that mario lopez is filming a christmas movie today this was so exciting (laughs) we're getting guys we're getting (laughs) i I think your group scenes are going to be pretty sparse Mm -hmm. i really do i don't think we're going to see many in these movies and i think if we do see them they're going to be mostly outside uh, I don't think we're gonna have that many indoor group scenes. Uh, yeah, I'm. I'm just wondering how like the medical type stuff is gonna yeah. be impacted. Like, is Sam? Are we gonna come back next or for the Halloween if they're gonna be able to do Halloween or for next season of Good Witch? Are we gonna come back and like Sam's gonna be like, yeah, no one can come to work with me. I gotta, you know. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I how can know, you like, not? I don't know. We'll yeah, see. how can you not? I mean, it won't infect one calls the heart because that was you know 100 years ago they're not gonna yeah but like, i do think we'll have less group scenes yeah it just, it, yeah. all in all they just won't be able to do those scenes very yeah. much it, yeah that's true it'll be more two people scenes three people scenes well it depends though too if they do it like they're doing you know the nba where all of the nba players nba players are just all quarantined together for are going to mm-hmm. be quarantined together for weeks on end if i guess if they do that with casts like i guess they could do more group scenes if they're mm-hmm. like you only see each other for the whole time you're filming maybe but yeah and they do temperatures every day yeah um but i don't know i just i would picture because they're going to want to keep people social distance as much as possible that we're going to see less group scenes but but yeah by the way that nba idea is brilliant that is so smart (laughs) smart. i mean it helps everyone helps disney helps nba it helps the fans (laughs) everyone wins exactly like just brilliant everyone together that's what they should do for tv shows though just like (laughs) just you get a whole floor yeah. of a hotel and like the whole time they're shooting they're just all quarantined together <laughs> they all have to hang out i don't know <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you if you uh, ever heard of the reality show the circle yes yes I have. Yeah, that show is like perfect for quarantine really? it's basically like they need to do way more shows like that because it's just people in in their individual rooms mm-hmm. all interacting on social media this is the circle oh, okay yeah anyway I, i've only seen one season it was pretty good it's pretty good but anyway so yes so sam's pretty nervous but cassie's very reassuring and uh and then oh we also forgot that uh, martha gets a half dollar coin from the vending machine mm-hmm. i was like at first i'm like why are they spending all this time on the vending machine like <laughs> this is a lot of time <laughs> vending machine. and then finally she gets this this uh, half dollar from the vending machine which is the only place you get dollar coins anymore is from vending machine yeah Yeah, pretty much unless that's all they have left like i've been to places before and they're like we only have dollar coins and i'm like how did did that happen usually has a place with a lot of vending machines (laughs) yeah that's true yeah uh and so then uh we have joy has a dream about abigail and donovan and she dreams that they are going to break up and she's very upset about it mm-hmm. and uh and so and donovan's being kind of grumpy he's upset about his phone why didn't she charge his phone 
and stuff like that and she didn't know it was there okay come on (laughs) yeah and uh so then they finish the surgery then uh we kind of wait and uh sam tells i can't remember i says sometimes silence is just what the person needs i think he says that to stephanie stephanie yeah because stephanie was asking about i don't know what to say like just sit there and honestly like as someone who's been in the hospital just sitting with a person it does help it does yeah knowing Mm -hmm. someone is there for you even if they don't know what to say necessarily like that that means a lot like even a even even if someone if someone you know is in the hospital and you don't know what to say with them and you just send them a quick text like hey don't know what to say but love ya like that that's showing you care and that's what matters so yeah yeah exactly (laughs) i agree uh i also i like that they named the the french diplomat they named him Henri. Henri. <laughs> and no offense to anybody named Henri that's listening but i it just makes me laugh because i used to i loved a show so much it was called car talk it was one of the first podcast uh, type shows that i ever really loved and this was on p on uh, the pbs stations the public uh public um uh npr type stations and there was these two brothers one of them passed away now that would i hate cars but they would just they'd answer questions about cars and do it in the most ridiculous and funny ways to make me laugh and i loved i loved their show so much and uh in one time they did the one brother did this prank where his the other brother was in montreal (laughs) at a hotel and he the brother calls up and says uh this is Henri <laughs> Henri uh at the uh at the concierge desk or whatever and the the parking lot has burned down and your your car is <laughs> French accent and so and we're all dying laughing and he's like getting more and more upset it was like what about my car can I get a replacement no 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 we don't have rental cars in Canada and all this it was so funny so i never will think of the name on re that's really funny yeah it's a great if you just want a show that will make you smile listen to the old episodes of car talk it's so good and it's kind of it's what i tried to do on this show that even though i hate cars i still love listening to car talk and my dream is that people that don't even like hallmark was still like listening to the show because we're fun yeah. funny that's kind of my goal we just have bubbly and great personalities <laughs> and that's why people listen right? <laughs> right everyone agree with me in the comments please yes <laughs> <laughs> boost our egos please <laughs> so yeah Henri says we are here to find a sister city not a twin uh and he's like well we've you seen any more george <laughs> yes absolutely <laughs> of course George needs to be the mascot. Put him on a float for the Middleton yes. Day Parade. Like, come yes. on, let's do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> like, how is he not a Merriwick? Come on, like he's the face of the town. <laughs> yeah, I agree. And so Joy tells uh, tells Abigail they need to break up, and uh, they they see that the crack in the ruby is getting worse uh and then we also see stephanie and sam singing which i thought was a really nice moment they were really good too yeah i, I liked it and it was nice yeah. that they let adam watch also that he was on yeah, it was cute. time that was really cute and she, it was really cute I, and 
yeah. biggest fan. She's, she's a good singer. And I love that song. You've got a friend, uh, James Taylor. Uh, it's just a really sweet song. And it was, it was originally Carol King and, uh, and James yeah. Taylor's the original. And I, I love that. Uh, but the crack is getting wider. And so then Donovan and Abigail do break up and they tell Joy, well, we had to do it. It had to happen. So Georgia, would, it's too bad Georgia's, Georgia's not feeling well because she would be very upset <laughs> about this. Oh, okay, I will be Georgia. That is so dumb. So <laughs> why, why, why? There we go. There we go. That, I agree, Georgia. Yeah. I agree. So yeah. we agree, Georgia. We agree. <laughs> so there we go. That's basically the episode. I it wasn't quite as I mean it was fun, but I loved the Carter Joy thing in the little previous episode. Uh, that was the best. Uh, but uh, but these both were pretty solid. I say I'm really loving the season. I think it's been very fun, and uh, I feel like they're just doing a better job with the storytelling and i don't know if it's maybe because the showrunners this is their second i think it's their second season oh, okay uh and uh so maybe they're just a little more uh, used to it yeah. but i'm really enjoying it so we'll see what is going to happen next week yeah. um i and, hope, i hope we get to see more of cassie with her students because i like i really liked the oh, yeah. two students that were in this episode this week, I did. Oh, yeah, we've got um, to out. The one boy student, he was in Degrassi, I believe. He was in Degrassi um, a while back. Um, but I really liked that whole chemistry, and I hope we get to see her in the teacher role more. And maybe this will leave more open so that Nick can come back. <laughs> yeah, Cassie, we forgot to talk about that. Cassie's trying to get the student to see it from a different perspective. Uh, the, there's the girl student who only is looking at it from other people's views, yeah. uh, researching, she's putting in the work, but then there's this boy who, she, he does a drawing as his response to the painting, mm-hmm. and uh, and so the student is kind of upset by that, uh, that they got a better grade for doing the drawing versus her work, and basically, like Cassie is saying, you need to bring your perspective mm-hmm. to the uh, to the art. Yeah, when I when I review papers, I enjoy the papers so more. Like, yes, obviously they need to be factual and stuff, but I do enjoy the papers where the person incorporates either why they're interested in the topic or something like that, where they incorporate some sort of personal point of view to the topic. If you're writing a paper maybe put some of your own pizzazz into it you know make the yeah. laugh you never know i mean it's kind of it's kind of crazy that we're we only have uh what four episodes left i know yeah like it feels like it's just getting going <laughs> i know i feel like there could be so much more like so much more with your teaching with adam with the whole don like is this gonna be is donovan and abigail thing gonna be wrapped up at the end like are we gonna figure it out are we gonna I get a proposal so. like i don't know Oh, also, we didn't talk about the Crescent Moon thing, how it had to be from another fam- yeah, I didn't, family. I didn't really get it. What What's what's going on there? So I think it was the Conways was the family, someone who helped him cast the curse. And so you need to find someone from that family to help break the curse. And my question is, do we know what Carter's last name is? Ooh. Could it? Uh, maybe I don't know, and maybe that's let's why. See Joy, if like Good Witch Wiki, if it has his last if name, it has anything. <laughs> because if his, I think it's Conway. Was they said who helped cast the curse? So if his last name is Conway, maybe that's why he's like, you know, getting close to Joy and everything like that. Go. I don't know. Doesn't have a last name. Maybe Doesn't that's have my a last theory. name on the Good Witch Wiki. 
That is my weekly it says theory. Carter. Because I'm trying to think of, we haven't really gotten any other new characters this week, and I think it would be kind of off or mm. weird if they just brought someone in for one episode to help break the curse. I feel but like why would why how would Carter break this curse for Abigail and Donovan? Well, no, because the person who helped what was the what was Donovan's ancestor's name? I cannot remember his name for the life of me. Uh, the um, yeah, the guy who broke up with the Mary Wick. I cannot remember his name. It said that. Oh yeah he had help casting the curse he had help from another family which was the conway family so then i'm thinking okay they need someone who's a merriwick or not a merriwick from the davenport family as well as someone from that family to help break the curse so i'm thinking maybe joy and carter are going to be helpful in breaking the curse possibly mm. or or maybe joy is a product of the Merrywicks and Sen Conway family. We don't know that either, but theories, guess, guys. Theories. Yeah. I that like would be theories. fun. <laughs> Please tell me your theories in the comments. The longer the comment, the more enjoyable. I, you know, when it's their pages and pages of comments, I'm like, yes, I read them all. Thank you. I appreciate um, it. As long as it includes Joy and doesn't, it, as long as it doesn't hurt Joy and Carter being yeah. together, I want more yeah. of that. I hope it doesn't hurt yeah. your relationship but like it would be nice if we find out like because you know the Merrywicks have always been like the family that has some sort of magic in Middleton well what if they weren't the always the only family like yeah never know never that know. would be interesting maybe that's yeah. why he's the only carpenter in town because <laughs> he also <laughs> has intuition like the, <laughs> maybe they're the male form of the Merrywicks there we go yeah that would be good <laughs> I would like that I would like I would definitely like that well well let's hope let's hope that we just more Carter that's all I yeah. want yes. more Carter we want more Carter we want more joy I really enjoy them yes and like I said make sure you become a patron only two dollars a month think how cheap that is very cheap two dollars a month you become a patron you can listen to the interview with and watch the interview with Jason uh it's great and also this weekend we have this saturday 11 a.m pst we are doing another group watch of the hallmark movie all for love uh it is one that you can purchase uh, it was it last streamed uh last saturday uh but you can get it online uh all for love we are going to be watching it 11 a.m pst for the patrons so if you want to participate we're going to have director lee friedlander and a writer tracy andreen there uh, to answer questions and it's gonna be really fun and uh, so it was our last one went very well and it was it was great so like i said just two dollars a month any level can participate it's in that all for love right is the movie all for love yes. 11 a.m if you have on saturday a, if you have friendly tv they have it on demand right now on friendly ah there if we go yeah. perfect so i just checked so. because i forgot to record it also so <laughs> yes so there we go and uh, let us know if you have any questions or thoughts about this these two episodes i think they were really fun i enjoyed them and uh so amy where can people find you uh you can find me on youtube instagram twitter tiktok at it's amy craig there we go. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews, all the social media, iTunes, YouTube, and on Rotten Tomatoes. So please check that out. Do weekly family movie night picks every Monday. So a lot of fun. And make sure you're following the podcast at Homework Keys Podcast and Homework Keys Pod, all of our social media and iTunes, YouTube. If you're listening on iTunes, please leave us your ratings and reviews. We really appreciate that so much. 
And if you are watching on YouTube, please give us a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel. That means a lot to us as well. Like I said, we have our patron group and we have our merch store, which has Good Witch inspired merch. So make sure to check that out. We have all of that in the description section. So thanks again, Amy. And we will talk again next week. Bye. Bye.